Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. We are joined today by Ashley Kang. She is a CEO system strategist and the CEO of AHK Business Management. Her mission is to equip business owners with CEO days and CEO systems so they can manage their health, wealth, and growth of their business. She has been featured at the Done in a Day virtual conference, the VIP Day variety show. She's also been a speaker at our annual Introvertpreneur Summit, and I'm so excited for you to be here. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. Yay. I know your presentation for the summit was people really loved it, so I'm excited to have you as a guest on the podcast. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about you, kind of your background, how you got started in business. Yeah, this I always laugh whenever I get the chance to be retrospective about my business and how I got started. Like a lot of online entrepreneurs, at least right now, my business was born out of the pandemic, (laughs) being at home with a lot of time on my hands and being able to multitask of doing my corporate nine to five job and also begin in the online world. And I actually started out as an OBM. And that was the most comparable thing to what I was doing in my nine to five job and quickly shifted into more strategy and coaching work and doing strategic planning, but also at the same time, really loving my systems and helping my clients with that too. And then it just morphed into focusing on CEO days because a lot of my clients with strategic plans were saying the plan is great but I'm having a hard time staying accountable to it and juggling everything else. And I said, well, hey, I use CEO days in my business to juggle everything and to manage my business. Here, let me teach you about CEO days and help you get one started for yourself. And it took hold. And now I'm the CEO day lady. (laughs) And uh, the rest is history, so to speak. And that's all I do right now and all I talk about. I love that. I love CEO days. I've kind of implemented CEO days as Fridays in my business. Some weeks it doesn't always happen, but I try. (laughs) And I love this because so many of us, especially entrepreneurs, we get so bogged down in the day-to-day, like working in our business, on our business, like wearing so many different hats. It can be exhausting. Yeah, it's it's exhausting. And at the same time, I think we, when we get into business, especially in the early days, we just put our head down and get so invested into client work and serving our clients, getting new clients. And then it's just like the hamster wheel. And we forget to like 
come up for air <laughs> and think about the longevity of our business and our own development and our own needs as the business owner, as the CEO. And so CEO days are such an important time. It's that touch point for you to come up for air and to step back and get the wide angle look at what's going on. Because if you want to grow, if you want to scale your business, bring on team members, like you need to have that time to, <laughs> to yourself to figure out where are all the pieces? Where are they? Where do I need to put them? What pieces do I need to get still? And yeah, I, I'm a huge, obviously I'm a huge advocate for CEO days, but weekly especially is I think really important. So for anyone um, who's listening and is like, I don't know what you mean by CEO days, um, <laughs> could you share a little bit like what that actually is or what that looks like for, for most people? Because I know it can be different for everyone, but generally like what are they for? How do you like structure it? Sure. So my my basic definition of a CEO day is a weekly block of time. So it might not be a full day, but it's a weekly consistent block of time on the same day every week that you set aside, you're not doing client work, you're not hopping on calls with clients, maybe you're hopping on a, a team call. But for the most part, it is your time for yourself to reflect, to recharge and reset and understand what's going on in your business, looking at your data, maybe self-care, professional development, and resetting. So looking forward to what needs to happen in the week? How are you going to manage your time and your energy? And the whole purpose is for you to be able to, A, understand what's happening in your business, but B, be able to then show up well and serve your clients and serve your business really well in the rest of the week too. So for a lot of people, I think have some form of CEO day Typically, most people are in the I have an admin day situation where it's like a catch up sort of little housekeeping type things, which I think is a really good first step towards a CEO day. But the danger in it being a admin day and catch up day, you're really just being reactive. You're not being proactive, forward thinking, and oftentimes you're getting pulled into client work, whereas a CEO day the biggest cardinal rule I could ever tell anybody is no client work at all, mm. like none. So that's kind of the broad brushstrokes for people who are unfamiliar with CEO days. I don't love that because it's kind of like, um, I know I, I forget who it was, but I remember somebody um, sharing that they did like once a quarter, they took, I think it was two or three days and they booked a mm -hmm. hotel in their city and they went yeah. there to do all of their planning and brainstorming. And I was like, that is like brilliant. I feel like sometimes we might need to shift our location <laughs> in order to get into that mindset and out of that, like I'm in the weeds kind of mindset. And yeah, I think I'm going to do that for my next one <laughs> just to see. Yeah. It's a huge thing. That's something that I, when I work with clients or in my course with my students of, you sometimes have to like physically remove yourself from your normal work location. So that might mean as easy as like just moving from your office in your, your normal workspace at home to like a different part of your house or going to a, your favorite cafe or the library even. And for some people who do those either quarterly or annual, biannual, like 
CEO retreat or business owner retreat, I always say for people who do that, you should do that on top of a weekly CEO day because you can set all the plans, right? And have all the creative juices, create a whole roadmap for the next you know, quarter, for the next six months or next year. But then your weekly CEO day is going to help you stay accountable to that plan and actually take action on it so you don't get to the end of the quarter and be like, well, I just wasted that whole quarter. <laughs> I didn't get anything done, which, you know, we've all been there, right? <laughs> yeah. A, lo- a lot of us do struggle with implementation of our mm. ideas and our planning. So yeah, you kind, you definitely need to have both. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know, Um, like, I, I can be the same. Like, I love planning. But like you said, like, I need the space to actually make sure that I'm going back to those plans and doing what needs to be done. Cause like we can always like write out all these ideas and things that we want to do, but there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that needs to go into each of those things to actually bring them to life. Yeah. It's, it's, you make the plan and then you got to go do. And, uh, there's, I don't know if you're a Harry Potter fan, but <laughs> there's this great scene at the end of the last movie. So Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two, and they're they're like, oh, we gotta we gotta go, we gotta go back to Hogwarts. And Hermione Granger's like, we've got a plan, right? And Harry goes, like, one of our plans ever worked. We plan, we get there, all hell breaks loose. But <laughs> I think the next part to that is like, yeah, but the plan is the fallback. You need a framework so that when all hell breaks loose, like, you have something to hold on to and something that will at least like make sure there's still some sort of forward momentum. So like when we make all of these plans for our businesses, we have to follow through. And sure, they might change, they might pivot, but at least you have like some sort of structure to guide you along, even if it's like slow going and feels like you're going through mud. Mm-hmm. So one thing I, I know you said, like if you do that like quarterly or whatever, you should still do weekly. Is that like the what you would recommend for CEO days is typically weekly, just at least a block of time. Not It doesn't have to be a full day. Yes. I am always going to say weekly. And anything you do extra, like that quarterly retreat or the annual retreat, all the better for you. And I know some people do CEO weeks every once a quarter to really help flesh out the vision for the next 90 days. But the weekly CEO day is, again, when you're going to actually put those plans into motion. And if you are somebody who's a bit of like a data and numbers nerd like me, and I think most most CEOs should have a grasp of the numbers in their business, if you're not doing a weekly CEO day, you're losing out on opportunities to A, collect data and B, review and analyze the data when it as it's coming in live. Because when you get that live data, you have more opportunities to make the adjustments and pivots that you need to. Whereas if you're not looking at your data, if you're not taking that opportunity to analyze the potential gaps in the areas of opportunity, you're losing out on like a whole you know month. And by that point, it'd be like too late to do anything about it. So the weekly CEO day, at the very least, ensures that you're staying on top of what's going on in your business and allowing you to then address those things. And again, be proactive rather than just reactive. That's a really good point because I mean, I, I love data, but I'm not a numbers person at all. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I, I find that I tend to be the kind of person who I'll like collect and like, I have all these spreadsheets and things like, but then I don't make it a priority to go in and actually review and analyze it. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. if you're not doing that, if you're just recording it and you're not doing anything with it, that's really a big missed opportunity and a waste of time. Yeah. And you know, you launch things. I launch, I mean, everybody launches things, right? And like, for example, if you're in a, the middle of a launch, if you're not looking at your numbers coming in each week, or, you know, maybe even every day, then like, you might not know, oh, maybe I should send that extra, you know, email this week about my offer or, huh, that particular Instagram post has been performing really well, or that reel has been getting a lot of views. How can I repurpose some of that content to create more? You know, there's just so many missed opportunities when we don't take the time to look mm-hmm. at our numbers. <laughs> That's a really good point about launches because we always think about like the post-launch debrief, at, like mm-hmm. after it's all said and done, and then it's too late to do any changes. Like, yeah, it can help you improve for next time. But looking as it's happening, like that's so important. Yeah. And, you know, especially for those of us who are solopreneur CEOs, when you're literally doing all of the things, you're carrying out all the functions in your business, you need that time to know where to direct your time and energy because there's only one of you. And even if you have a VA or an OBM and maybe like another team member or two, you need that time to figure out, okay, how am I delegating to my team? How am I utilizing my team well so that the business can move forward too? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And I, I know um, it's not the same, but like I've been saying that I feel like everywhere <laughs> that my business has been somewhat slow since May. And then I just went actually this morning and looked at the year and compared it to year to date last year. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm actually almost double last year. So even though it's like, I was just looking at like, oh, it's been so slow since May, but I wasn't looking at the big picture. <laughs> right. Exactly. And it's it's moments like that when you're like, well, yeah, I should like look at my numbers more or <laughs> I should like actually push pause on what's going on and really look at things <laughs> at the wide angle because like you said, you might actually be doing a lot better than you think you are and uncover some, you know, new insight about how things are going in your business. And I'm sure too, if you're like, if it's been slow the last few months, then obviously that means like earlier in the year, something really good happened. And how do you replicate those results too? It's not just a, oh, where are the gaps? It's what's been going really well. And how can I capitalize on that? How can I dig into that more and utilize that tactic or that strategy in my business again? That's a really good point. Yeah. Cause I, I usually do like all of this, like big picture stuff at the end of the year, but I think it, oh my gosh, it's so important to do it more often because I was shocked when I saw that for the year. I'm like, year to date is almost double last year. (laughs) It doesn't feel that way right now because I'm in a slower period. Yeah. And you know, I think especially for introverts and for business owners who haven't hit a six-figure mark yet or maybe aren't making, you know, more than 5K plus, right, a month, I think it's also a good time to, like, be gracious with ourselves and be gentle with ourselves and remind 
ourselves as the CEO that you're running a business, there are going to be ups and downs because that's what running a business (laughs) and being an entrepreneur is a lot of the times. And taking that moment to own the wins that are in your business and recognize you are doing hard work and you're investing that time, the energy, blood, sweat, and tears, Mm -hmm. right? And there are still results coming in. And I think that's something too that we as online entrepreneurs need to do more of is being able to pause and look back and not just, oh, what's currently happening in the business? What are the numbers? But acknowledging we've we've come a long way. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point too, because like sometimes we're so in the thick of it, we don't necessarily take a step back because I mean, when like a couple, I think it was last month when I was like looking at May and like, oh, wow, the summer has been like really, really slow. Like what's happening? Freak out. And then I was, I was thinking like, even before I looked at the year to date numbers and was shocked at that because that was just this morning. Um, I, I looked up, I'm like, well, wait a minute. I closed two memberships that were bringing in uh, annual recurring revenue of like $50,000. So like, obviously, yeah, I'm missing out on that this year, (laughs) but I didn't even think of that because I mean, to me, it felt like forever ago, (laughs) but really it was just (laughs) last year that, you know, so it makes sense. And sometimes we need to, I think, you know, if I had a CEO day where I actually looked at my numbers more, I would have realized that sooner. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I, whenever people come to me and say, oh, I have a CEO day. And then as we start talking, I'm like, you have a CEO day, yes, but also do you have like a framework for your CEO day so that you're making sure that you're like hitting those boxes of like maybe looking at your numbers, making sure you're doing some sort of self-care or professional development? Are you like managing your time and energy well? <laughs> and that's where I that's why I love talking about my three R's, the whole idea of reflect, recharge, and reset, because Otherwise, we do too much of one thing. I know I have one friend. (laughs) She's always in creation mode. Always. Like her CEO day is always like she's creating some new offer or some new thing. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, that's great. And it that's what your CEO day can be, your creative sandbox to play in. But it's just it is just that a sandbox. You've got a lot of other things you've got to do Mm -hmm. too. And so, you know, maybe looking at your numbers will help actually inform the offers you create. And, oh, maybe there are things like prepping for your quarterly tax payments that also need to get done, you know, (laughs) things like that. So you want to have a framework and some sort of structure in place so that your CEO day is doing the heavy lifting that it's supposed to for you. I feel I love this conversation because I feel so called out in a good way. (laughs) My CEO days are definitely mostly focused on like content creation sometimes checking them like content numbers like how content's performing and using that to like make Mm -hmm. decisions but usually it's like I'm batch creating content or repurposing content I'm like scheduling all of this content or a new offer or a new idea and then I've also started adding in going back into a course that I've signed up for or some resource that I have and going through it But other than that, like, oh my gosh, you've like just blown my mind how I can make this so much better. (laughs) Well, you have two, I mean, what you just shared there were two really vital components of you have that reset. You are thinking forward for your business with 
creating marketing content, because I mean, that is a very important part of being a CEO, right? Creating content. And then you do have the recharge. You're bringing energy back into your business by going through that course. You are developing yourself and investing in yourself as a growing CEO. I think what you just really need is a little bit more of the reflect aspect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're you're farther along than you think you are. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm I there have been a few weeks where I'm like, oh, it's just too busy. I have too much client work and I've skipped it. And I can really tell those the like the next week, I can really tell a difference in my energy. Like if I had to skip that that Friday. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where you don't realize what you're missing, like that you're missing this having a CEO day until you've done it for a while and then you don't have it. You're like, oh, I'm I feel really, you know, unmoored because it's become such a staple. And I know for me, like I work a four-day work week. I spend Fridays with my bonus niece and I need to use my time well during the week because I only have the four days. And whenever I go on like a trip or vacation or something, I always make sure that the first thing I do when I get back is a CEO day because otherwise it just throws me off if I don't have it. So I think as you get more comfortable with it, you're going to make it your non-negotiable. Like Friday's going to become a very much a sacred spot. And that's also why I recommend people do their CEO day earlier in the week, like start off the week with it. Because by the time you get to Friday, a lot of times people are like, I feel like doing this. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe I should move mine to Monday because I already have, I don't take calls on Mondays already just because I don't like to start my week as an introvert with a lot Mm -hmm. of calls. So maybe, yeah, maybe I'll switch mine to Mondays. (laughs) I mean, you could do part of, you could still keep your content creation on Friday maybe and then try uh, doing more of your like number review and recharge type things on Monday instead. And just, I mean, you can play around with it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I love this conversation. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I feel like this is this is just as much for me as it is for everyone listening to the podcast. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about your CEO Day course. Yeah, I'm really proud of it. It just got launched for the first time into the world in July. And it takes my signature framework that I had in my one-on-one VIP days and put it into a self-paced format. So If you are somebody who's like, I need my CEO day set up on my calendar like yesterday, like last month, I need this. You can actually go through all of the content in the space of a day. If you block off the time, you can go through it in a day. And each of the four core modules walks you through first the constructing your CEO day. So making sure you're picking the right day to do it. Are you going to do a half day, full day? When's the right time for you? Are you going to go do it somewhere else? The things that you need to consider when you're making those decisions, then elevate. What are you actually doing during your CEO day? Again, walking through the whole reflect, recharge, reset, figuring out exactly what you want to do as your rinse and repeat tasks on your CEO day, then optimize. And that's personally one of my favorite modules because it's got all of my ClickUp and Airtable templates that will help you put everything in action. And then the final one is run your week like a CEO, talking about how do you manage your time? How do you use your CEO day to manage the time and the rest of the week? So it's been a lot of fun actually hearing from the students in there. And, you know, like you, who creates a lot of great offers and products, it's always 
you know, my my brain's always buzzing because I'm like, I could do this and I can improve on this. I can make it even better. But that's the course in a nutshell. And I've got great plans for <laughs> to make it better in the future too. But you can go through it in a day and have your CEO day up and running quick. That sounds amazing. Oh my gosh. Every, every entrepreneur needs to do this. Like I hear from so many people, like I'm so exhausted, overwhelmed. Like I'm working way too many hours. I'm always like Mm -hmm. doing so many different things or working, like taking on too many clients. And I'm just like, you you need to create space for yourself. Yeah. It's, it's creating space for yourself. And honestly, something that I've realized about CEO days and my clients and my students in the course are starting to realize this now too, is that the compounded impact of a CEO day is immeasurable because yeah, on a week to week basis, it's, it's really great. It's transformative, but the real power of the CEO days after you've been doing it for, you know, a quarter, six months, a full year, because then you realize, oh, wow, I've been able to accomplish all of these big things, not just during my CEO day, but because of the energy and the time that I've saved or redirected using my CEO day. And I got a note from somebody just last week and she was saying, Ashley, like I've been following your content. I've been following your framework. And because of my CEO day and how I've been using it, I have been able to develop and launch my dream course because of my CEO day. And I was like, that is the kind of story, success story you want to hear because really a CEO day like you said, is for everybody so that you can show up and do your thing, be the expert that you are and serve your people well and grow your business. And it's it's not just, oh, another thing to do. It's a lifestyle that can really revolutionize your business. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of it is like not to look at it as like just another thing to do that's going to take more time. Like the the after effects of this like you you can't even imagine what they will be until you start making it a regular practice like i i get asked all the time like how do you create so much content you're like a machine with your emails and your blog posts and all of this and your new offers and i'm like it's a routine every friday i sit down and i focus on content creation yeah well and you know <laughs> It kind of just makes me laugh too. I was having this conversation with some of my friends in my business mastermind today of as entrepreneurs, we we start our businesses because we want the freedom to create. We want to do business on our own terms, have a career on our own terms. But then we actually realize, wait, I actually need and like and want some more structure. <laughs> like I need the structure. I need some sort of stability. And that's what a CEO day brings. It gives you that stability and structure so that you can have the freedom to do all these other things. It's this weird entrepreneurship, such a funny thing, right? <laughs> it is. That's a good point though. Yeah. Like we, we do need some structure <laughs> as a business owner, or we're just like slapping things up all over the place and no idea what's <laughs> working, what's not, or yeah. Yep. Well, this was awesome. I'm so glad we had this chat and I feel like I'm like buzzing with ideas right now for my own (laughs) CEO days. Um, So thank you so much for that. And I know you have a pretty awesome uh, free email series called Becoming the CEO. 
So we're going to have the link to that, to your course, to your CEO systems corner shop, which has a lot of awesome templates. I was just peeking at it. Um, (laughs) So, and then also your Instagram. So is that the best place if anyone wants to reach out or connect with you? Yeah, Instagram is great because you can, you know, thank you, Instagram links, right? You can get all (laughs) the links that Tara just mentioned. And I love chatting with people in the DMs and I love a good voice note. So find me (laughs) over there. Awesome. Yeah, we will have all of those links. So definitely go check it out and connect. And hopefully this has inspired you to make a CEO day a priority in your business. It definitely, like, even though I feel like I'm not doing it right, (laughs) I can definitely do it better and I'm going to. It Just the way I've been doing it so far, it has made such a big difference and shift. So I can only imagine what's going to happen once I start incorporating more elements to it and more structure. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at thetarareed.com where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.